Yo, uh, Crucial Tune Season 5, Episode 7. Is it 7 now? It's 7. We have to have 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 that conversation, so I just figured I'd get it out of the way. Yeah, there it is. We got it. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, it's been a while. Um, Shout out Stained. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, it's it's been a hell of a few weeks for me. I, I... we were the last time we were supposed. To, well, the first time we were supposed to record, I got COVID. All right, was that the week I got COVID? Um, or was there something else before that one? It, no, it was right when you got COVID. So it was like be- beginning COVID, like where you can't do anything. Because yeah. I mean, making content while you have COVID is super doable, unless you're like going through like feeling well, like COVID. This this one whooped my ass. Yeah, like I've I've had it four times now. And the first one was the absolute worst. Um, and that one put me down for a week. And then the second one was kind of like, uh, mostly like a head cold. Sure. Um, and then the third time I had no symptoms. I just was testing positive for a week, but this time it put me back on my ass again. This one sucked. This new strain is nothing to fuck with, man. I've had COVID three times, two times, literally nothing happened at all. I just tested positive and I was mm-hmm. completely fine. I'm like, man, fuck, I'm fine and I can't do anything. Yeah. And then one of the times, I think it was the second time, um, for like two days, I felt like I was hit by a fucking bus and then it went away. And then yeah. after I stopped testing positive, then I lost my taste for like a week. Oh, that sucks. I had that happen, but only for a couple of days. I had been testing negative for like, I don't know, probably four or five days at this point. And it was probably like, I don't know, it was a, a long while. And I'm like, okay, I can, I'm all right. I can go back to shit. So I went to work and then I went to the brewery, uh, the uh, Viking that's right. It's right by work. And I was there having some crazy like smoothie sour beer that I've had like a thousand <clears throat> times. And I drank it. And I'm like, oh wow, this batch of this is fucking terrible. And he's like, no, that's the same one you've been you've had a bunch of times. So like, you're the only person who buys it. And I'm like, oh shit, okay. <laughs> um, so I'm like, oh, let me try something else. And I'm like, oh no, this tastes bad too. So you then I went I went home and I peeled an entire white onion and doused it like heavily in gray poupon and bit straight the fuck into it and nothing. <laughs> really. Yeah, and I'm like, uh, if I'm going to taste something, it's going to be this fucking thing. Yeah, that's pretty and, nutty. <laughs> and I didn't taste shit. So, uh, uh, also, at, at that time, I had a bottle of Jack, and I do not like Jack. <clears throat> but I'm like, oh, cool. I can drink this bottle of Jack. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, <That's> sick. <laughs> so, I'm pretty sure. So, I, I think it was maybe the second time that I got COVID was when it, like, it fucked up my taste and my smell. And it was like for a couple of days, I just straight up couldn't smell or taste anything. And then it all came back, but I, something, something came back wrong. And now like, I can't eat cottage cheese. I know it's super specific. That's a fucking bummer. Cause cottage I, cheese dude, rips. I, that's been one of my favorite foods since I was a kid. Just, yeah, well, I'll like, just get it. Hella black pepper, like cherry tomatoes and shit. Some, yeah. Sometimes I just eat it straight out of the tub. Like I, I just love sure. it. It's, it's delicious. It's and it, by definition, pretty fucking gross, but I love yeah, it. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> but I, I love cottage cheese. I've always loved cottage cheese. And since that like second time I had COVID, 
I've, I've tried different brands from different stores and everything, and they all have this nasty sour taste to them that I, I can't, I can't stomach it anymore. Oh, and it's, it's a real bummer. Dang. It would like, it would be sick if it was something you didn't like. So you're like, I know fucking gives a shit, but <laughs> I know. Right. <laughs> but no, it's, it's very specifically cottage cheese is, is just ruined for me now. And I'm, oh, I'm very man. upset about that. That's a bummer, man. And I feel like there's, uh, God, my dogs are driving me crazy. Can you hear it? Are, are they that loud? That, are Not they picking really. up? No. I mean, a bit, but whatever. Um, there's like certain coffee stuff that, like, I'm, you know, I'm a big Starbucks guy, and there's sure. certain coffee drinks that I used to like, and I, I can't drink them anymore. They just don't taste right. So maybe oh, it's uh, something with the dairy. But here's, I don't usually get dairy when I go to Starbucks. I usually get like oat milk or something. But sure, I don't know. Cottage cheese. That's the one that really bums me out. That's a huge bummer. Mm-hmm. bummer. So uh, enough cottage cheese talk. What have, what have you been listening to? Uh, the new Koyo record, a ton. Super um, good. Super fucking good. Odds are it's going to be my album of the year. Um, what else? The new Drake record is really good. I haven't um, heard it yet. Uh, I mean, it's a Drake record. It's yeah. It's whatever. It's very fucking long. Um have we recorded since there's been new Blink singles? I don't think so. Oh, I well, I think since those. the last time we recorded, there's three new Blink singles. Um, uh-huh. There's going to be four, there's going to be four as a Friday or five as a Friday. They're putting out another one Friday. Um, I did not know that. So they put out the first one and it was just, I guess, kind of subpar and I didn't give a shit. And then I waited for an entire fucking year mm-hmm. for them to put out like this super sappy, acoustic mellow song and i get it like lyrically it's like their current state and it's like a special song and it's cool i get it i just don't give a fuck uh and then they put out two absolute fucking rippers <clears throat> and they're both awesome dance with me is by a landslide the best of the four i fucking love that song so i i wasn't crazy about the that slow the one you were talking to the acoustic one one more time one more yeah um but i do have to say I, watching the music video kind of got me the music video is really cool um the acoustic like the riff is super boxcar yeah um and also if you sing i miss you along with that song it's Does it say, <laughs> it's yeah man but that's like i don't know that's part of their thing to just do that um, you, you know, it was a bummer though uh, it's about that song specifically. I because I listened to the other ones and I don't. I, they did, I guess they didn't stand out to me, but I, I Blink is not a, as big to me as they were to you. But sure. Um, one thing about that slow one specifically that bummed me out was they they did so much modulation on Tom's voice, like it almost just doesn't even sound like him singing. You know. Yeah, <clears throat> it's so, so tuned. It's like, which I know that's been kind of the blink sound the last decade. Um, Cause I, I, maybe Mark can't sing anymore or whatever. So they've just used a lot of auto tune. And also they're, they're produced by uh, Feldman, right? Not, not this one. No. Um, this the previous one is, releases though. Uh, all the Skiba stuff was Feldman. Yeah. Cause I was um, going to say, cause he's very into the auto tuny kind of vocals and sure. And the double tracked and everything. That's like, that's almost like his signature, you know? Yeah. And cause it's, and it's, it's pop music and it sounds sure. good and it's sure. crispy, but it's, uh, 
I don't know. It's not what I wanted to hear from Tom DeLonge, though. Coming back on vocals, right. like I, I wanted to hear some, Tom like, DeLonge. There's some like aggression and like griminess, like uh, in the pre-chorus and uh and more than you know, he's like, just like yelling and being kind of like spastic and crazy, and it's neat. Um, that fucking chorus when it hits and it's just like constant double kicks, like like man, that's fucking too much, man. Settle down. This sounds ridiculous. Whatever though, but yeah, uh, new blank singles: Koyo, Drake. Um, I've been uh, for a couple days. The Everglow, the May record from two thousand five. Okay, um, and a bunch of the shit that's on this list. Cool, but yeah, nothing. Uh, nothing crazy. The usual shit. Yeah, yeah. Um, I've been on. There's a new Dying Fetus record came out last month, and it's really, really good. Cool. Um, I don't know. I know like dying fetus is your favorite band. They really are. Um, but it's, it's so I'm a big fan. It is. It's (laughs) one of the coolest names. Uh, I'm a big fan of their album from 2000 destroy the opposition. And to me, this album sounds the most like that era that they have sounded in 20 years. And I, I I really dig that. Not that I, I mean, I'm not like a super huge dying fetus guy. Um, so I don't know every record from every record, you know, but the the last one to actually stand out to me was destroy the opposition. And then now this one, I'm, I'm really into it. It's really good. Um, nice. And then I've been listening to, I've also been listening to that Koyo cause it's really fucking good. It's um, so fucking good. It's, it's very, I, I know I said this to you, and I, I don't think you agreed, but I feel like it's very trash boat, like um, uh, it, early trash boat. Parts of it are. It's not nearly as fast. Yeah. Um, but it's 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 very chunky and melodic, and it's yeah. uh, it's like exactly what I wanted Get By to be. Yeah. 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 That's that's fair. That, that fits. Uh, who? Someone told me that. Frank told me that it came out. He's like, dude, this is like what y'all were doing, but like the best <laughs> the best version of it. And I'm like, yeah, I know. <laughs> but way better than what you guys did. <laughs> it is, man. They're so yeah, no, good. it is. I'm not, I'm not saying. I'm just saying that it's a funny thing for somebody to say. Um, <laughs> I've been listening to a lot of Accentation. Uh, cool. And I, I really don't know why. I something came up, and I was just like, you know, I've only listened to that one album. Um, that you know, the question mark album. Yeah. Uh, and I love that album, but for some reason I never I didn't listen to anything after that, um, or before that. I don't. I guess I don't know what. That's really all of his. I know too. But I went through start to finish on his discography, and there is so much good stuff, man. So much good stuff. Um, cool. It's real, real lost there. He was an artist. Yeah, um, he was. A, wasn't he like kind of a son of a bitch though? So there was allegations like right before he died that he was beating his girlfriend or something, but it's come out since he died that that, you know, that never actually happened. She made it oh. up. Okay. So, and I don't, you know, who knows? Maybe it did happen and she's just trying to protect his image or whatever. I don't know. I don't know why she would what do that. What the fuck but good is that going to do? He's no, dead. I, maybe, <laughs> maybe she gets a payoff from all the like posthumous, oh. posthumous royalties, you know? Yeah, that's... uh. I'm smart. It's always a possibility, but like the the sad thing is we'll never know now, you know, no, like we won't, but I'm, I'm satisfied with her coming back and saying it didn't happen. 
Um, yeah. And then I've been listening to, so, uh, we recently played a show with this Chicago band called Gordon Brace and they are so fucking good. And I, they don't have a lot of music out right now, but, uh, I've been listening to that like crazy. Um, and then our buds in, uh, a band called carrion throne. Um, I think I did. Did you end up listening to them the other day when I told you about them? I, of course I didn't. <laughs> so I, it's, it's pro- vocally, it's not going to be your thing, but it's really cool. Like it's very, very heavy and like very, like really cool rhythmically, but also the guitars, they do this like, it's it's not something you hear a lot in death metal. There's a lot of like super like wrung out kind of chords in there in the songs. Mm-hmm. So the guitar work is like almost melodic while it's heavy. It's it's really cool. But the vocals you they're very gurgly and I love that. I know that's not your thing. But that's okay. I I still recommend you listen to them. They're really good. They're also local dudes um Yeah, we got a show coming up with them in a couple weeks and I'm excited very about cool. that. Very cool. Very but, cool. Yeah, that's uh You wearing an expire hoodie? Yeah. Nice. How can you see that? I, did I sit up enough or something? Or did I know you the top see, the top of the I was going to say logo. that like <laughs> it's very little of it was showing. <laughs> no, but I've seen their logo enough times that Yeah, I, that's fair. That's fair. My shirt I, looks like it says come at me, bro, but it's all drippy and white and it says come in me, bro. I, I was going to comment <laughs> on it. I, that's that's one of the best shirts ever. <laughs> I was wearing, I probably told this story. I was wearing it at Walgreens one time. And I like forgot I was wearing it. I was just like at home hanging out. I'm like, oh, I need to go get this. And I went into Walgreens and some old ladies just like, like gawking at me. And I'm like, oh, oh right. No. At first I'm like, what the, what's your fucking problem, lady? Fuck you. I'll kick your ass. And I looked, I'm like, oh, oh, got it. Sorry. Also, yeah, fuck you. This is funny. And then she said, hey, where can I get one of those? Just me. I'm the only one. Well, I mean, <laughs> no, I, I, I think we printed like a thousand of them, so they exist somewhere. But wasn't that for a strip club or something? It was for a strip club. Classic. Yeah, yeah I guess, man. All right. Well, well uh, are we getting into it? Yeah, let's get into All it. Right. All right, Rod. Seven episodes in a row of shit about the '90s, and today we're doing metal. Metal. Um, metal. As, as I'm sure you found out, because I did. Well, it's not something I found out, but there was a ton of metal in the 90s. <laughs> there was a ton, a ton of different kinds of metal yeah, in the 90s. Yeah, and a lot of good stuff. This was a very, very difficult list for me to put together. It was it was difficult, and I did. I really tried to make it just not 10 metalcore records, That's... which I for sure could have did, but um, I tried to add a bunch of different kinds of metal. There's for sure a lot of metalcore on here, but uh, I tried to mix it up as much as I could with records that I genuinely do love. That's that's I so what I tried to do was represent as many subgenres as I could and I tried to specifically pick an album that I remember listening to back at that time that uh that would not just be the first one over the plate that you would expect me to say. If that makes any sure. sense, that is a no, lot of words it. for for saying. I tried to mix it up, so. <laughs> um, <Very> cool. <laughs> so I guess the first one I'm going to bring up. Uh, do you want me to start, or do you want to start? I don't care. 
I'll go ahead and start because I, I mentioned right before we started recording, I almost took this one off because realistically, it's not much of a metal album. Um, it's it's an industrial album. Okay. Um, and I guess there, it's got some heavy moments. You you can you can consider it an industrial metal, but it's almost more of like an industrial rock and like alternative. Um, okay. And that is the downward spiral by Nine Inch Nails, nineteen ninety four. Nice. nice. Um, it's got uh, my second favorite song, uh, Nine Inch Nails song on is March of the Pigs. You ever um, heard the May cover of March of the Pigs? No. May, like fucking tooth and nail records, cutaway blue sounding ass May covers March of the Pigs, and it sounds exactly like March of the Pigs. <laughs> I'm gonna have to listen to that because I love that song. So it's, I, I, it's fucking sick. <laughs> yeah, that's that's my second favorite Nine Inch Nails song. Um, and this album, I mean, anybody knew, that knows Nine Inch Nails knows Downward Spiral. So there's really not much oh, yeah. to say about it. But again, it's it's like. Like I said, I don't know if you could technically even call it a metal album, but it's it's metal adjacent enough that I feel like it at least counts as a as a honorable. So agreed. Yeah. So there's my there's my first one. Nice. Uh, my first one is not going to be a surprise at all. It is from uh, 1998 on Solid State Records. It is uh, "Embrace the Eternal" by Embodiment. All right. <laughs> first Solid State already out of the way. Uh, there's- How much Solid is that? Your only Solid State? There's no way. Uh, no, there's, there's more. (laughs) (laughs) No surprise there. (laughs) Uh, almost every single one of my metal core records are Christian bands. Not all of them, (laughs) but most of them. That's pretty awesome. Actually. Uh, well, it's, it's, it's what I do. I love Christian metal core. Yeah, it's a, it's a fucking ripper of a record. It's really cool. Um, f- considering it came out in 1998, it was uh, pretty ahead of its time. It wasn't like super. It wasn't the first thing like like it was, but uh, it was it was one of them. Yeah, yeah, sure. that's a big one. Embodiment fucking rips. They're very underrated. I a hundred percent agree with that. Cool. Um, my next one is going to be, um. The album Master Killer from Marauder, 1995. Oh, fucking um, cool. It's a, I mean, they're a New York crossover, you know, crossover thrash, metalcore. Totally. I don't, they they kind of mixed up genres a, a lot just because that's how, that was the way they did things in the mid 90s. But yeah, um, they're just a metal band. Yeah. They did all, all kinds of metal. They're, they're like, I don't. I don't know. I don't know. If they're Marauder, you know. <laughs> but, I, get, I get. I get it. Um, Master Killer. I feel like uh, set the tone for a lot of East Coast uh, hardcore metal acts. Like you know, um, I, I I don't even. I don't know what I'm trying to say. What am I trying to say? I don't know. <laughs> Perfect. Um, I feel like if there probably wouldn't be a hate breed if there wasn't a Marauder. Okay. But I don't think hate breed was East Coast. So that's why I stopped that thought. Fair enough. I don't really know where hate breeds from. California, maybe? I don't fucking know. I don't know. I Somewhere. Really don't care. Um. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't give a fuck either. <laughs> Marauder. I, I, master- like, I, I like hate breed, but I don't give a shit. <laughs> Marauder Master Killer is a fantastic album. That's Very it. cool. That's really all I needed to say. Uh, next one. 1998 on Lim Records, 
Uh, Symphony of the Enchanted Lands by Rhapsody. It's just a straight up power metal record. Symphonic ass power metal, like super over the top, crazy, like orchestral, melodic, fast, like ah, type of shit. It's (laughs) it's fucking badass. My favorite Rhapsody record has uh, one of the old, old guys in Lord of the Rings does like the prologue and shit and like all like these spoken word parts on it. And it's it's real insane. uh, Christopher Lee. Yeah, yeah, he does all the oh, spoken word shit on this Rhapsody record, and I'm like, oh yeah, Rhapsody fucking rips. I bet you they have some shit from the 90s, Dude, so I listened to this Lee, entire album. Didn't he Christopher die? Christopher Lee, yeah, he's dead. Uh, he was in a metal band, though. Um, fuck, what was the what was his band? Was like, uh, but they have to be a power metal band. I think they were. Oh, fuck, what was his band? I don't know. Christopher Lee, metal band. But I do love... I love power metal a shit ton. I don't know why. It's just, it's fun and it's ridiculous and it's tacky and it's tight. And this record fucking rips. Oh, so I guess, I guess it wasn't necessarily, uh, he wasn't necessarily in a band, but he, he made an album called Charlemagne by the sword and cross. And it's a symphonic metal, like power metal album. And it's a concept album about the story of Charlemagne. It probably sounds exactly like that Rhapsody record that he's on. Yeah, probably, probably. And dude, Christopher Lee is the shit, man. But yeah, yeah dude, uh, Rhapsody, holy shit, Rhapsody, um, Rhapsody fucking rips, dude. Rhapsody, <laughs> fucking rap, rap, Rhapsody, Rhapsody, Rhapsody. <laughs> <laughs> oh, stupid. No, that's tight, dude. <laughs> All right, what do you got next? Um. I'm going to throw this one in just because I don't know. I don't have a good place for it otherwise. Okay. Um, I'm going to go White Zombie Astro Creep okay. from 1995. Cool. Cool. Um, I'm not a giant Rob Zombie fan, although I, I, I'm sure this has come up on a show before. I saw him live a few years ago and goddamn one of the best live shows ever. Even if you don't like the music, so phenomenal live. He is such a showman. He's got a very cool stage show. That's Um, awesome. But yeah, Astro Creep. um, So when my band was in Tennessee, uh, Kentucky, I'm sorry, a couple months ago, um, we started discussing like different, different cover songs that we wanted to do. And our drummer brought up, our drummer brought up a song off of this album. So I've been listening to it actually a lot the last couple months. Um, and this album, uh, is way heavier than it deserves to be. (laughs) It's so, it's so good actually. Um, and I guess, I don't know, what would you call it? Groove metal? It's not new metal. Uh, uh, Alternative metal. Nineties metal. Yeah. It's It's like, it's it's somewhat, it's like before Rob Zombie just went to straight up butt metal. Um, it's a little heavier than that. Dude, butt metal Rob Zombie is tight it's it's Dude, not my thing Hell, hellbilly I, deluxe is a fucking cool record i don't so i don't hate on rob zombie except for his movies because they're fucking terrible um he didn't he do the one with the girl who has a machine gun for a leg no who's what's that movie uh that's um well that was part of the grindhouse movie that oh. tarantino and uh who's the other director i don't know I, I want to say Guillermo del Toro, but it's that's not it. But it's not Rob Zombie. No, Rob Zombie did House of a Thousand Corpses. Yes. Oh, who gives a shit? 
Yeah, and he and then like the three movies that spun off of that, which all of them sucked. Um, and then he remade Halloween, and his version of Halloween is fucking terrible. I don't care what anybody else says; it. it's terrible. It's like it's filthy just for the sake of being filthy. Like they say nasty stuff, like just because he's Rob Zombie and he's going to fit as many like gross things into the script as he can. Um, and it yeah. gives, it gives Jason like uh, Jason, it gives Michael Myers like an unnecessary backstory that he didn't need. He was already a scary character. Um, I, I just, I hated it. I hated everything about it. And uh, if, if anybody's listening and you like that movie, fuck you. Yeah. Uh, fuck it's, you. It sucks. <laughs> Uh, but, I have a super unpopular opinion about how the Halloween movies, Halloween H2O is the only one I like. Uh, H2O is sick. <laughs> it's not, but also um, like, I just, I'm kind of a sucker for like those late nineties teen slasher movies. Yeah. Yeah. Like I love scream and I know what you did last summer and the faculty and shit. Yeah. Um, Freddy versus that's Jason. One of, that's one of those. Actually, it's just those four. Those are the only ones I like. And I, <laughs> Also, did you know that in uh, one of the more recent screams, like I don't know how many are there, six. So no, in like, or if there's, I don't know, but uh, the one from my like, 2021, fucking Dewey dies. I didn't know that. I was like um, reading uh, like synopsis that? of it uh, on Wikipedia a couple days ago. Um, yeah, and they fucking killed Dewey. That's a bummer. He's getting old. Totally. Though. Like, <laughs> but yeah, whatever. Like fucking. Shit. He wasn't a He's good one of the only ones left. <laughs> He's the only two people in that franchise now from the OG ones are Sydney and fucking what's her name from Friends? Courtney Cox. I don't yeah. remember her character's name. Uh Gail Weathers. Gail Weathers. Gail Weathers. Yes. Goddamn. Yeah, we got it, got it at the same time. <laughs> um a notable uh about Astro Creep, by the way, is that it was produced by uh, Terry Date. And oh no shit, yeah. And we brought up Terry Date before because he ruined a Slipknot song. Um, I remember we talked he about that. He, he the, did. The, he did the the Wait and Bleed Terry Date mix, and it sucks. And there was some some vocal thing that you hated. Yes, that's that's what I hated most about it. Is uh-huh. the there was in the second verse of that song. It's it comes in with one of the most intense screams of the album that get out of my head because I don't yeah and for some reason in the Terry Date version he like double tracked that with uh just a, a get out of my head because I don't and it just doles down the whole verse like it's so boring and shitty and yeah so fuck Terry the, Date. Uh, the best mix of that song is the Radio Disney version. Yes. Uh, hands down. And it waits for you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What's your next one? That. <laughs> um, uh, my next one is Nuclear Blast Records 1995 Subterranean by In Flames. Ooh. Yeah. That's a good pick. Which I guess that's that's metalcore. I don't know if that's metalcore. Uh, it's adjacent. It's it's riffy, metal. It's metal. But yeah, In Flames fucking rips, man, hard as fuck. <coughs> Wait, which album did you just say? Subterranean. Subterranean. I'm gonna see it's what they classify it as on the internet. 
Do you remember we were um, doing like a Wikipedia classification and we were talking about Trans-Siberian Orchestra and I was like really hoping it said Trans-Siberian Orchestra is an American Christmas band. (laughs) 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 It doesn't say that, but they fucking are a Christmas band. Uh, They call it melodic death metal. That's fucking metalcore. That's what metalcore is. (laughs) Yeah, I guess it's like the origins of metalcore. Well, I mean, if you talk to like a, a regular metal Per, like a casual metal fan, they're like, yeah, that's metalcore. But if you yeah. talk to like uh, people who are like about metal, they're like, no, no, it's fucking up. Fuck you. Like, okay, yeah, sorry. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. So, but um, to me, melodic death metal is metalcore. <laughs> I'll agree with you. Um, nice. My next one, I'm going to go Deicide self-titled from 1990. Oh, that heavy. Death Considering metal. it was 19 fucking 90, like that's. Yeah. Violent uh, shit. Also, that's very early Roadrunner Records. Um, oh, so I don't remember. I know we did a whole talk about Roadrunner, and I don't know what their very first release was. Uh, but I know, I know it was not this one. But this was this was early, uh, early Roadrunner. I don't know what the first Roadrunner is. We'll do an episode about Roadrunner at some point. I thought we did already. I don't no, know. We, we talked about it, but we didn't do it. A we lot. just constantly talk about Roadrunner. <laughs> um, I got a couple of Roadrunners on here. But yeah, I, I remember the first time hearing this album um, when I was a kid, and it was just fucking awesome. Uh, the album opens up with Lunatic of God's Creation, and I just, I still think of like that. It's it's towards the end when they kind of, they're, they're cycling back through the riffs, and it's, just does the lunatic of God's creation. It's so fucking sick. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It's so good. That's it. That's it. I just wanted to Uh, share. Deicide is fucking rad. That's a cool one. And this is a cool album cover too. It's like that, like kind of ornamental, like, I don't even, I don't even know what to call it. It's whatever. It's cool. Cool. Uh, what's my next one? Uh, around for around the fur from Deftones. I, I, I avoided Deftones. Just because I figured that was too obvious for me to bring up Deftones. Well, I love Deftones. Um, I love this record. It's, uh, I think, maybe, I was going to say I think it's the best representation of Deftones, but it might not be at this point. Um, it, for the for the 90s, anyway, it is. It's a, because, well, they had two records of the 90s, so well, yeah. what the fuck ever. But uh, great record. Um rippers the whole thing front to back all great songs they all sound the fucking same but i would I don't put, care it's awesome i would put it at my number two deftones album um it's my number white, white ponies three deftones album white pony is hands down my first but mine is white pony and then self-titled and then around the fur fair fair i love self-titled it's underrated yeah yeah, yeah. good call good call but yeah that's uh that's the one for, for my fourth honorable all right um which one should i use i got uh, nothing but bangers left so i don't know what to burn uh, it's your it's your last honorable so I, know. I was gonna say make it count but like don't make it count make it count the least <laughs> um well i'll go nail bomb point blank um i've never listened to nail bomb nail bomb was a side project of max cavalera from sepultura and soulfly um, and, uh, it was just him and 
what's the guy's name? Alex Newport, which I probably should know the name Alex Newport and know where he's from, but I don't. Um, I know the name Alex Newport, but uh, they, something. they did this album together and uh, it's fucking sick. It's industrial metal. Like the drums are very, it's, it's a drum machine. So they're very like mechanical sounding, like almost, almost like, so li- if you're going to listen to any of it, listen to the song Vitoma, Vitoma no Ku. Um, it's and the drums in that it's like this got this weird looping effect where like it just cuts out just instantly and then loops back through again so like you could tell it's drum machine but it sounds so fucking cool it's it's a really cool album um i really wish they would have done more uh because they just they dropped this album i think they only played like one or two shows and then they were just like fuck it we're done with this nice Um, very cool but yeah, it's really cool. Really cool record. Sick, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do I got next? Uh, 1998 Epic Records. Um, the obviously I'm not gonna. It's not. I'm not gonna say it's your. It's because I know what your favorite new metal record ever is. But uh, I do firmly believe this is the most important new metal album ever made, uh, and that is Follow the Leader from Corn. Okay. Follow the Leader um, is really what pushed new metal to like the forest of forefronts in the world. Like it was like on TRL, like number one and number two were always in sync. Number three was corn for years, like new metal and corn specifically was the biggest rock band in the world in the late nineties. And, uh, it brought that type of music to millions and billions and so many fucking people. And that record made new metal, crazy fucking huge and it rips it's an awesome fucking record i agree with everything you just said uh and again corn was another one that i specifically left off my list because it was way too obvious (laughs) i was gonna put self-titled on here just because like it invented new metal yeah but uh follow the leader is infinitely better i so had I just gone with my first thoughts on this whole list, Corn would have been on there twice. Slipknot, mm-hmm. Deftones would have been on there twice. You know, it because those albums were so hugely important to me back then. Sure, but I, sure. I just, I tried my best to avoid new metal altogether. I've got uh, a couple that of is, uh, that's my end of my new metal actually that's the, uh well no deftones but yeah corn and deftones are the only new metal ish type of things i have yeah, yeah. i ha- actually that kind of brings me to my next one which is the only the closest thing i have to new metal but i don't technically consider it new metal um and that's machine heads burn my eyes from 1994 okay um they were this is this is your number five Yes, this is my number five. I'm okay. sorry, were you done with your with corn? Yeah, yeah. Do you yeah. have anything else you wanted to say about it? Um, boom, not <laughs> just that. I, yeah, I didn't. I didn't mean to like cut off your <laughs> talking about, but um, that's fine. We, we don't. We talk about corn all the fucking time. It's okay. Sure. sure. <laughs> um, well, burn my eyes by Machine Head. Machine Head was. I don't know that they have ever really been considered a new metal band because they don't really do the rap as much. Do they have a DJ? No. 
They're kind of they're, but they are groove metal. They're they're about as close to new metal as you can be without being new metal. You know what I mean? Um, oh yeah, I know what you mean. But this was definitely uh, my favorite Machine Head album, specifically because the song Davidian opens the album, and like second for second, Davidian is to me one of like the most brutal songs ever written. It's so good. It's so heavy. Um, the rest of the album is great too. But even if the album was just Davidian ten times, it would still be one of my favorite metal albums of the 90s just because that song is so so good very cool uh, but yeah that's uh, so that's uh, i really don't have much to say about it. it's another roadrunner no surprise um this was before cool. machine had fucking sucked <laughs> um yeah that's that's it that's it that's all i needed to say uh my the first one on my actual list, number five, is for on Roadrunner Records from 1996. It is, uh, I guess, industrial metal, if I was going to say, like, like really put a nail in it. But that is uh, October Rust from Typo Negative. Oh, Typo. I was going to yeah. put some Typo on, but I I didn't. I I'll, I admittedly just got into Typo. Yeah, like you got into Typo like months ago, right? Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. I, I, I never got it. I never got it. I remember one time you, I think you were like mowing the lawn or something and you text me and you're like, oh, I'm listening to Typo and I, I get it now. <laughs> that was exactly it. I, uh, <laughs> man, what album did I throw on? Um, it may have been October Rust. I really October don't remember. October Rust fucking rips, man. Um, yeah, I just, I, and I guess I, I would call that, I don't know if I would call that industrial. Uh, I, it's it's it i think most people consider it goth metal it's it was almost like the invention of goth metal sure and um <clears throat> and they were kind of also almost doomy it was very like um like 80s bummer british music but metal yeah and i guess the the sick, mixing man. the mixing and it it, it sounded very very industrial. I, I could see how you could call it industrial for sure. Yeah. It's industrial ish. It's not a full on industrial metal record, but it's, it's the closest thing I fucking got to that on my list for sure. Yeah. Fair enough. Oh, God damn. I, I wish I would have gotten into them earlier. I just didn't, I didn't get it. I didn't get that. The lower, you know? <laughs> There's that track on the record where they're talking like, Oh, thanks for buying our album. October <laughs> rust. <laughs> <laughs> it almost sounds like, um, the dude from crash test dummies in a metal band. Dude, that I only know that one song by them. And that song dude, fucking rips, fucking dude. Ripper of a song. Dude, that's that song such is a great so song. So sick. Typo should fucking cover that. <laughs> Well, they, I mean, he's dead, so. Well, then they could just do it with that guy. <laughs> That's, I, I guess that is, I, is Typo still a band or do they still? I have no idea. It, well, it says years active was until 2010. He died before that, right? Peter Steele. Oh no, I guess he died in 2010. I don't know why I imagined he was, he died in like the early 2000s, but. Yeah, well. Yeah. I guess in the grand scheme of the whole. Uh, century 2010 is pretty early 2000. Yeah, fair enough. Fair <laughs> enough. 
Yeah, they could they could reunite with the dude from Crash Test Dummies for sure. Yeah. If he's not dead, I guess I don't know anything about the dude from Crash Test Dummies. Uh, he's got he had really long hair in the nineties, and he maybe it was Peter Steele. He they no no they don't they don't, uh, they don't look similar. fucking crazy. It was the same dude? <laughs> Holy shit! <laughs> uh, let's, what is his name? Brad Roberts. Uh, pr- fucking probably. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not fun. That's not a fun, exciting revelation there. No. Nope. Um, <laughs> all right. So my next album, uh, I went with. I, I had a tough time deciding on this one, um, but I went with Chaos Fear by Meshuggah. Um, because sick. Meshuggah fucking rules. Um, yes, they do. And I almost went with their 1997 album, True Human Design, um, but I went with Chaos Fear. I'm sorry. Uh, no, it wasn't True Human Design. It was Destroy, Erase, Improve, which is 1995. I'm, I'm looking at their discography at it. True Human Design was just like a short EP. Destroy, Erase, Improve from 1995 was the one I originally was going to go with. But then I remembered that Chaos Fear from 1998 has New Millennium Cyanide Christ on it. And that song fucking rules. So I That's went- the tightest title. <laughs> <laughs> so I went with uh, Chaos Fear instead. Um, Very cool. I yeah, like that. I really, there's not, I mean, if you know who Meshuggah is... Meshuggah. They they've essentially released the same album a bunch of times. Um, they they invented Gent. Um, but and they were they were the only motherfuckers doing it for like twenty years. Yeah, and and honestly, so they when I say they invented Gent, like literally the the name Gent came from the guitarist of Meshuggah describing his guitar sound, just like going Gent 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 Gent, gent and that became the basis of what people now call gent, which is gent so is dead, right? It, I mean, good gent, yeah. Um, it's well, what's so good gent, Meshuggah. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, it's, it's so this the whole prog metal thing has gotten so far into like this weird. It's not even metal anymore. It's just prog. It's like these dudes like trying to out solo each other with these weird, like chimey clean tones. And it's like, Oh, like, like hybrid riffs and shit. And like fucking like Polyphia and fucking dude. The dudes who play guitar in Polyphia are like crazy good at guitar. Yeah. But fuck Um, them. And there's moments in Polyphia (laughs) songs where I'm like, yo, this is fucking cool. So it's so boring to me. You and far between for fucking sure. I'm sure if I saw Polyphia in like a club, I'd be like, this is tight. No, no, you wouldn't. I uh, promise you. I promise you because I saw them in a club. I saw them at Beat Kitchen. Uh, They opened for. um, Oh, I don't fucking know. Oh, my God. Who was the other prog band that I was really into? Like. 15 years ago contortionist oh my god i don't know how i couldn't think of their name this was 15 years ago no it wasn't 15 years ago. because i was like dude like that the dudes in polyphia are like in their like late 20s about eight <laughs> years ago maybe eight oh, years so ago it was, when like, I saw- it was like pretty early polyphia yes yes okay. it was and i bet seeing them now like with their their whole stage production and lights and shit that they have is probably pretty fucking sick yeah, but still fuck them. So, like I said, I saw them at Beat Kitchen, and it was so fucking boring. They were just, like, soloing. Like, they were, they didn't even, like, look at the crowd. They were just, like, watching each other solo and pretty much, like, just blowing each other the whole time. 
and it was so fucking boring. And I don't it, know, man. If I could play guitar like that, I would. <laughs> it just, I don't. It, dude, it was so, it was so dull. Dude, that I, song they did with Steve Vai is fucking tight. I do. They also, have, I don't give a fuck about Steve Vai. You can yeah, get Steve right? Vai tattooed I, on your knuckles. <laughs> Uh, they had one song called like, why would I fuck Polyphia? I'm talking about Meshuggah chaos sphere. Sure. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Meshuggah fucking rules. They're, they're a thousand times heavier than Polyphia and, uh, Polyphia's not even heavy. I know. That's my point. That's what <laughs> gent has become. So fuck them. Um, I like heavy shit. I'm, no, I'm just so, I'm just so angry. I'm so angry at where prog metal went. I hate it. I hate it. It ruined all the good bands. Even Contortionist. Contortionist hasn't been good since Language. Okay. I'll say it. <laughs> I don't fucking care. Meshuggah, <laughs> <laughs> oh oh. Chaos Fear, 1998. It was a great record. Um, Th- yeah. That's very, a very polyrhythmic. <laughs> very polyrhythmic is just fun and heavy and... Uh, it's bouncy. Bouncy. Yes. I love I love the bounce of Meshuga. Like even if you can't keep up with the polyrhythm, you could still just nod your head in a four four and you'll probably end with them. Yeah. Yeah. And if I can do that, then I'm gonna be into the music. Right? Yeah. I don't care what it is. If I can do this, I'm nodding my head. <laughs> no one can see. But if I can, I'm I'm into it. For sure. Uh, what's right, my next one? Yeah, also, 19, uh, 1998, Solid State Records, where Blood and Fire bring rest from Zayo. All right, Zayo. I knew Zayo had to be represented somewhere. It's not number one. No, that's surprising, actually. No, you're, you're not going to at all be surprised by my number one. <laughs> I don't think I will, but we'll see. Because you already know what it is. I think I do. I, you I do. think, you but do. You, I don't know. You already threw some surprises at me. I thought well, Corden was going to be higher, but. Oh, well, okay. Zayo. Yeah, Zayo, where Blood and Fire Bring Rest. Um, great, 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 great fucking record. Great fucking record. Um, it's like classic Zayo. It's exactly what you expect from a late 90s Zayo record, and it's mm-hmm. perfect. Um, Zayo is I've, a thousand times I've said Zayo is such metalcore pioneers. I'm not going to get into it again. <laughs> that's fair. No, no one needs no, to hear me constantly gushing over Zayo. I know. We've, uh, we've, but yeah, that's it. Number five or number four, where blood and fire bring rest from Zayo. Zayo, where blood and fire bring rest. <laughs> yep, that's how it goes. <laughs> I bet you if we could, like, you remember, like, word clouds and shit? Like, the you what? could, like, word clouds. Like, you could import, like, a, your chat feed with somebody and it would, like, make a cloud of the oh, words. Oh, of, of all I the words. I bet you if we did one of our show, like, of all the conversations we've had over the last, like, two years, um, it would. The word Zayo would be really big in that cloud. <laughs> yeah. Zayo, Slipknot, Corn. Um, yeah. Living Sacrifices, New Metal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Matthew Broderick's Godzilla. <laughs> Matthew Broderick's Godzilla. <laughs> it really it would be in there for fucking it would, sure. It would. I bet you the biggest word is fuck. <laughs> and uh, slams and rips. Yeah, slams, rips. Yeah. That's all. For fucking sure. Yes. Whatever. Cool. Uh, what's your number three? My number three. Um, I'll be honest. I got into this band just because their name is probably my favorite band name in the world. Um, okay. But they're also fucking awesome. So I went with a uh, bolt thrower 
uh, for victory from 1994. I was looking at some bolt thrower to potentially put on here, but I didn't. Bolt thrower fucking rips. Um, they're just a straight up death metal band from. I guess they're they're British, but um, I always want to say they're Scandinavian, but they're not. But um, yeah, dude, bolt thrower. I I. I love the name bolt thrower more than anything else. Um, I'm very jealous of it. And that's the only reason I started listening to them uh, is because their name was fucking awesome. But then they're actually a really, really great band. Um, And I had a hard time picking an album because they got, they got several uh, albums from the nineties. But I think for victory is probably my favorite album of theirs anyway. So it, it worked out in 1994. Very cool. Mm-hmm. Um, you're doing like way more like cool guy stuff than I am. So, but you're also a lot more into metal than me. I was, that's that's I I didn't. So don't get me wrong. These this list that I put together was not remotely my first choices, but all of my first choices were so obvious, and it was all stuff that we have talked to death. So I really wanted to mix it up and. Like that's why I said like all of these albums were big to me in the nineties, um, and in the early two thousands. But granted, these were not my first choices. But like I said, I want I wanted to I wanted to have some surprises. So you do, you do. Fair enough. Uh, my number three, nineteen ninety two, uh, a vulgar display of power from Pantera. Hell yeah! I mean. For you, I you know my feelings on Pantera. No, I don't. No, you don't like Pantera. I not so. No, I don't actually. You don't like fucking Pantera. Uh, yes, I do, but no, I don't. I don't because they're pieces of shit. Um, sure. And also because ninety nine percent of their fans are also pieces of shit. So. I, I that's super fair. I went out of my way not to like them and associate myself with them. So, but Dude, the they, they have power fucking. I know rips. they <laughs> have they have some undeniable songs. They 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 were great at what they did. Um, metal today would not be where it was without Pantera for sure. Nothing, but, not, nothing would be. But no. I just I just cannot consider myself a fan because they're racist pigs. So. That's super valid, for sure. Yeah. But they're so good. <laughs> I know. I know. I, I. I don't. I. All my friends are into Pantera, so I don't. I don't fault anybody for listening to them. I just can't do it myself. It's not for me. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. But vulgar display. Well, like if there was an album of theirs, I almost. I almost put that on my list. You ever seen that shirt? It's the the Panera Bread logo. And yeah. It says Pantera and it says a vulgar display of flower. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, there's nothing funnier than shit like that to me. Oh god, I love that. I fucking love that. But yeah, do that record fucking it's great. rips. It's so great. goddamn hard. Yeah, like I said, I I I almost put that on my list just because it is such a powerful and iconic 90s metal record, you know. Oh uh, yeah, the most. But yeah, it just I I them and Slayer, I, Slayer are not like they themselves. I don't think are pieces of shit. I guess I don't know. I think they're all right. 
But I know, uh, isn't Tom Araya a big Christian now? I don't know. I feel I, like that's true. I just, which is like that's hysterical. <laughs> <laughs> but just the people that were into that shit when I was younger just really turned me off of it. Oh uh, yeah, I went to high school with this kid who was like so all he liked was Slayer and Cradle of Filth and nothing else. Was his name that's- Jason or Bansick? No. <laughs> uh, well, no, because when I was in, when I finally, I think when I made it to high school, uh, I think Jason was already out of high school. Oh yeah, Jason's quite yeah, but, a bit older. Jason's yeah, older than you. I think. Yeah, he is. I, th- I think he said he graduated oh two. I remember in seventh, because seventh and eighth grade, like my middle school and my high school were the same school. So I remember in seventh grade, I'd see him around and we'd talk and shit. And then I think in eighth grade, he might have been a senior. I don't remember. It didn't matter. Um, but yeah. What were we talking about? Slayer. Slayer, <laughs> Slay- uh, Slayer and dude, Pantera. I don't and- give a fuck about Slayer. And I want to. Yeah. I just, I don't fucking care, man. I, so there's a few uh, again there's it's it's almost my same feelings as pantera is that some of their stuff is just too undeniable to say i don't like it but i just i saw slayer once at riot fest and they were fucking sick yeah but they just had like these giant white inverted crosses behind them like huge (laughs) as fuck and just like the loudest thing and it was cool but i don't give a fuck about slayer man whatever they also they've been around long enough where they, I mean, they've got so much stuff out there now that, yeah, of course they've got some really good music. They've also got some really garbage music. They made that fucking new metal record in like 97, 98. Yeah. That shit yeah. is bad. <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyway, yeah, whatever. What's your number two? Oh, yeah, we are on number two. So uh, <laughs> this one is maybe the only one that, uh, well, no, my last two are sort of predictable. Um. So I was very, very close to putting, well, I, I'm not even going to mention it because that's not fair then. Uh, number two, I went with Coalesce, uh, Functioning on Impatience. Oh, from very, very cool. Um, really great math core band. Um, really, and this was like early math core. So, I mean, math core is still, there's, you know, math core nowadays may actually be better than it's ever been. Um, there's some really great stuff coming out, but this was early math core. Um, and I, it's, I mean, coalesce just fucking rules. Um, and I was about to put botch on here just because I love botch and, uh, I, but I thought that was too obvious. So I took a step sideways and went to coalesce. It's very, very similar sounding, very similar style. Sure. Um, I didn't put anything because I I tried to do like only like actual metal. Yeah. And I feel like botch is too hardcore adjacent. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. And that's, that's, I don't know. That's kind of another reason I went with coalesce though. Cause I, they're metal, like metal core, math core, metal math core. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I, what the fuck am I even trying to say? It's a short album, though. It's only 20 minutes. Um, it's really good, though. Uh, Coalesce is from Kansas City, Missouri. Can you name any cool. other bands from fucking Kansas City, Missouri? 
Kansas? No, Kansas is from Kansas. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Is Kansas actually from Kansas? I I, I hope not. <laughs> I mean, sh- Chicago is from Chicago. Yeah, and Boston is from Boston. And uh, is Boston from I, Boston? I would guess. Yeah, Kansas is, is Europe from Europe. <laughs> Kansas is from Topeka, Kansas. That's fucking lame. <laughs> like. Boston. <laughs> See, Boston. Yeah, Boston was. So you know, Boston. The first album was just one dude recorded the whole thing in his basement. Hell yeah, that rules. Yeah, um, but yeah, it. They he's, he was from Boston. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, I don't know. What are some other ones? I don't know. Asia. Asia. Asia is not from Asia. Right, I, I don't. Is I there, don't fucking know. Asia's no huge. Way. It could be. No, they're from England. Oh, that's Lon- fucking lame. London. <laughs> Why is that? Like, that's the only unique one. Then Europe yeah, is. It's, it's, Europe is from. I don't know, Ohio. <laughs> they're from Sweden, so oh, that okay. that's well, in that Europe. Counts. That counts. Well, uh, good for them. And I can't think of any other bands that are places. Uh well, like I'm I said, sure Chicago, Chicago's from Chicago. Um, Whatever. Fuck. We got to keep this going somehow. It's like <laughs> yeah, do we? <laughs> no. Uh, nobody's enjoying this. I'm enjoying this, but nobody else is. Well, great. I'm glad you are. <laughs> All right. What's, what was your, that? what's that your, number was your number two? two right? <laughs> uh, my Christ. number two is uh, from 1997, um, and it is... Hearts, hearts once nourished with hope and compassion from Shai Hulud. Hell yeah. I love Shai Hulud more than I love my children. Um, Shai Hulud, um, that lineup of Shai Hulud was uh, Steve, I don't know how to pronounce his last name, the drummer of Further Seems Forever, uh, okay. Matt Fox of uh, every metalcore yeah. band. Matt Fox Ch- also is Shai Hulud. So. Yeah. And uh, Chad Gilbert from Newfound Glory doing vocals on that record. Yeah. And um, those may be that may be my favorite singer from Shai Hulud. And Shai Hulud has been through a lot of singers. <laughs> Dude, if you look at the, the their member list on Wikipedia, it's like everybody. It, it looks like you're looking at a high school's graduating class. Yeah, like, I know. It's, it's, so it's everybody, <laughs> everybody in the world, man. Um, but yeah, that's why I said like at this point, Matt Fox, just he is Shai Hulud. Like whoever he decides to play with is Shai Hulud. Yep. So, um, but, it's uh, it's <sighs> classic metalcore. It's exactly what metalcore is supposed to sound like. Yeah, it's so fucking good. It's so fucking good. I I actually was just recently listening to that album. I went I went on a Shai Hulud kick a couple weeks ago. It fucking rules, man. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, that's uh, that's my number two. That's a Shai good Hulud. call. Good call. For fucking sure. My number one. Is Slipknot self-titled? No, I left it off the list. Oh, oh, fuck. yeah, <laughs> I left it off the list on purpose because that—I mean—that was so over the plate predictable. Um, for fucking sure, I th- I've thought this for. Like, I know. We've been planning this one for what, like three weeks or so. I know. Oh my god, it's fucking that's, Slipknot. That's exactly why I left it off, just because I I well, didn't. Fuck, what is it? Do, am I gonna know what it is? Yes, I I have talked about this album, which we don't have to go in depth on it because I have talked about this album on the show in several episodes. And in fact, this may have already come up in one of the nineties episodes. 
Um, I don't remember what it would have been, but I, you know, I it has come up. I know it has. Is it reborn? No. Oh. Uh, it's Mr. Bungle self-titled oh, from 1991. Yeah, okay. Fair um, it's everything I love. It's experimental. It's raw. It's heavy. It's melodic. Um, Mike Patton is a fucking genius. Uh, yes, he is. I I I don't know. Like I said, I know I I know I've talked about it, so I don't know how much more I need to say about it because it has come up a couple of times. But it's just it's a fucking fantastic album. I know everybody talks about uh, Mr. Bungle's California from '99, um, just because that was like. I mean, they already had controversy with the Chili Peppers, but that like kind of really accentuated their their beef with the Chili Peppers. Sure. Um, so that one got a lot more publicity. But this album is just so crazy, and like it could have only been made in 1991. It, th- there is no record label out there today that would give these guys money to make this album today. Cause it is so, I don't think wacky. any record label would give anybody money to make a record today. That's, <laughs> that's very true. <laughs> but I just, I just mean like they just, and it, it's a big label too. It was, it was Warner brothers. Um, usually with a label like that, there is so much like interference from the label where the album doesn't come out sounding anything like the band originally wanted to. Cause the label, Oh, well that's not going to sell and that's not going to sell. So you got to change this and make this sound like this. And you could tell that they just got money to go into the studio and they did their fucking thing. And this album came out exactly how they wanted to. It is so nutty and it's just, it's fucking bananas. And I love it. It's, it's a crazy album. It's perfect. Totally. Awesome. You know, you'd probably know what my number one is. I don't. Really? I don't. Well, no. Uh, I don't, it's, you, uh, you threw me off with Shai Hulud now. So. Uh, uh, okay. Well, it's um the same dude's other records. <laughs> uh, came out in 1997, just like the Shai Hulud, uh Solid State Records. Very first release, The Advent of a Miracle from Strongarm. Oh, fucking Strongarm. I don't know why I didn't think about strong arm. I, so yeah, obviously if Shai Hulud counts dudes on the Shai Hulud record. Yeah. <laughs> Shai Hulud counts. Of course, strong arm counts. I mean, yeah, they're essentially the same band. Just one, one sings about God. Very Christian. And one is, <laughs> uh, I'm assuming just singing about like not doing drugs. And they're singing about, uh, Dune. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, strong arm man. That record, fucking. Oh yeah, dude, strong arm's so fucking good. It uh, it sounds like shit in a really cool way. I like it. I you know I like raw, gritty. I like the shittiness of that record. It's very it's very organic and shitty and kind of thin, but it's it's fucking sick. Yeah, I agree with the, I agree with that. But I th- those are qualities I like in a record. I I know that sounds dumb, in the like, in the right record. I like it. Like I guess when a record it, isn't supposed to sound shitty, but it does, <laughs> then it sucks. I I guess it's not shittiness I look for. It's just if there's too much polish on it, it it's off putting to me. Fair. So, yeah. It just doesn't sound. It feels generic when it's got too much polish. Oh yeah. 
Which is fine. I get that because it, it probably is. But. Yeah. When something sounds shitty and raw, you know it's authentic and it's it. The band really yeah. worked their ass off on it. Yeah. But, oh yeah, cool. Yeah, that's man. That I, I would I would have never thought. Strong arm. And like I said, uh, you you throwing corn in it. What whatever? What was that number five or was that your honorable the or whatever? Was, corn was an honorable. Yeah, that threw me off. I thought that was going to be a lot higher. No man. But oh man, this was fun. This I this was. I know we said this already, but this was a fucking hard list to make because I didn't want to be obvious about any of it. Because I tried to not be. Some of them were very obvious, like. Like Zayo and Shihalud and Deftones as, and stuff, but as soon as we said metal, the first thing I thought was, "Oh, my number one's going to be Slipknot self-titled," and then my number two is going to be uh, Poison the Well. Uh, pre- which one was in in the nineties? Probably opposite of December. Opposite of December. I, th- I was going to ah! say Tear from the Red. I think was two thousand or two thousand one. So then, so yeah, think, opposite of December. Uh, opposite of December been. was ninety nine, ninety eight. Yeah, I think 99. it was ninety eight. I think it was ninety eight. But it could, you could have put it on there. I know, but I didn't want, that was the thing. Like it, my list, as soon as we said metal, my list was populated, done. And then I was like, no, this is all obvious. It's going to be a boring conversation. Cause it's all going to be yeah, expected. That's true. So I, I really, I went out of my way to mix it up, but yeah. Surprised. I, neither of us mentioned crowbar. Uh, but also I don't really give a fuck about crowbar. I really don't either. And I feel bad saying that. Cause I know they're a band that I should care about, but I don't. Okay, cool. Well, I know they were I'm just in Hobart too. recently, and I was like, "Should I go to this?" And yeah, body, body box, body box open. Yeah, body box open. I was gonna go just for body box, um, but I didn't. Really surprised you didn't. Yeah, I don't. Something happened that week, and I, what week was I don't that? Know. You were. I, I remember a bunch of my friends were like posting on their story. I'm like, "Oh shit, there's where's the fuck is crowbar?" And I'm like, "Oh shit, they're yeah. in Hobart with body box. Why the fuck is it yeah. Chris at that?" Oh, time out. Uh, you know, well, no, let's wrap up the episode and then I'll show you. Well, you know, okay, I, I'm I'm gonna go get it. I'll be right back. Jason got me merch from that show. Okay, cool. Oh, I think I I showed you already though, didn't I? I don't know. We talked about it. Yeah, we talked about it. Oh yeah, dude, that is fucking white trash. This fuck. fucking truck dick it body box hat, a high vis orange hat, Hell trucker yeah. hat with, with a camo with bill, camo and, bill it, and, and, and it says body box on it, and it looks like it's supposed to say Ted Nugent. <laughs> it's it's one of the trashiest things I own, but I fucking love it. Uh, and I went to go wear it out of the house yesterday, and Ashley said no. <laughs> She's like, I'm not leaving the house with you wearing that. So it's cool though. She hates it. So I here's the thing. She I feel like she says that about a lot of your hats. Yeah. Well, here's the thing though. <laughs> we live in Lowell where most people that wear this wear it unironically because they are going duck hunting tomorrow. You know? Yeah. Um but this, like the the death metal slam thing, the ironic redneck shit is really big in the slam scene, and so where we live, it's hard to wear stuff like this ironically. Yeah, uh, without just looking like you're a fucking redneck douchebag. So, yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> rough, man. Yeah. 
There's nothing you can really I do. I still about love it. That. I still love it though. Then fuck it. Do what you want. Who cares? Yeah. All right. Well, we did it. Well, we made it. Sorry, we did it. Sorry, it took a fucking month and a half. It's been. It's been. It's all right. We got it's it. Been nuts. It was a good one. It's been nuts. Yeah, this was a good conversation. It was, it was fun. Um, I don't know. We got to wrap up the '90s here in a couple episodes, so we really we got, got three to figure more. Out, yeah, we got to figure out what other genres we're gonna do. We're running out. I know. <laughs> we're running out. I. You know. What? I kind of. I I left new a lot of new metal stuff off, so maybe we could do just a whole '90s new metal thing. I know you already we mentioned corn. We, we we talked about that, and then there isn't really enough. Okay, that's fair. Like I mean, we have like new metal has like a, a eight year window, and only five of those years were in the '90s. Yeah, that's more than half. Yeah, but I mean, like. I think we could do. I think we could do it. Most of those albums aren't good, though. (laughs) (laughs) I think we could do it, but the problem is going to be almost every album that we mention is going to be like this one's from '98, this one's from '99, this one's from '99, this one's from December of '99, and yeah, that's exactly what will happen. Yeah, and honestly, that's part of the reason I avoided it was because I I felt like hitting 1999 too much was cheating, Uh, because that's that. I mean, yes, it's technically in the '90s, but that is a 2000 sound. You know, uh-huh. so, all right. Yeah, we'll, we'll leave out new metal. We'll figure it out. We, I we'll, mean, we we'll did a whole, something cool. we did a whole two and a half hour episode with Jason all about new metal. So I don't think yeah, we really need to revisit it. Uh, it's a, it's a great episode. It was it's fun. one of my favorites was, we've ever done. I got very drunk during that episode and I almost fought you guys about living sacrifice and I was wrong. Did. I was, <laughs> I was wrong. I was drunk. So it happens, man. Yeah. All right. Well, We'll make it work. Yeah, we'll, we'll figure it out. And I mean, by the time you guys play the next episode, you already know what we figured out anyway. So I don't even yeah, know true. why we're having this conversation. It doesn't matter. <laughs> well, all right. All right. See you later. See ya. See ya.